Hey out there, all you crazy kids. This is Patrick Cox. You know, Justin the Ogre from the Orville. Duh. And you are listening to the Planetary Union Network Podcast, the premier podcast for fans of the fantastic science fiction series, The Orville. This is Geek Punk. A Google Media Production. Hello there, long time no speak. This is Planetary Union Network, the Orville Fan Podcast. I'm Dan Taylor, and with me as usual, Joe Quickle, Michael May. Gentlemen, how are you? What's up? Oh, I'm sorry, I, I was on the other line with Lindsay Lohan trying to uh, coordinate our <laughs> <laughs> our career strategies. Yes, um, come on people, we need some retweets on that. Uh, Lindsay, if you... If you're not aware on Twitter, Lindsay Lohan is asking for retweets. (laughs) (laughs) Or (laughs) she wants to get Joss Whedon, the director of the new Batman film, or Batgirl film, uh, attention, saying she should star in that movie. So we decided, if Lindsay Lohan can do that, that the crew here at Pun can ask for retweets. (laughs) Retweets. Wow, a couple weeks oh, off, and I'm gross. worse than normal. <laughs> a couple, you know, we can try to get uh, muster some a retweeting campaign to get the uh, production crew and I don't know Seth MacFarlane uh, to take notice that hey, we we the three of us we just want some simple walk-on roles. We're not asking a star like Lindsay Lohan. God, can you guys imagine the train wreck a Lindsay Lohan Batgirl movie would be? I just want to be sitting in the mess hall in the background of a scene. That's all I want. There you go. Yeah. I mean, nothing. We're not asking for anything fancy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, our tweets out there, people. So, uh, punsters, get out there, retweet that, tweet the fuck out of it. Yeah. No one, you know, but knowing these guys, they just put us all sitting around a microphone or something. Yeah. yeah and, and we appreciate the likes on that tweet, but that, that's not doing it. We need some retweets. <laughs> so that's your, that's your homework assignment. Um, but anyway, it's been a while since we've talked to you. It's been a while since we've talked about the Orville. Uh, season's over. Uh, we all had holidays. I trust that you gentlemen had good holidays as well. I got uh, um, the Star Wars Jedi Challenges thing for Christmas. So, yeah, that's been great. Yeah, very jolly. Okay. Um, now you've hung, up the, you've hung up the Santa hat there, Michael? <laughs> yeah, for the year. All right, good for you. Um, so, yeah, as we stated, there has been uh, no new Orville to talk about, and uh, it's been quiet out there for the most part as far as uh, Orville podcasts go. And so we want to make sure we reach out there and uh, keep you guys up to date on what's happening with the po- uh, with the Orville and um, maybe kind of give you some suggestions on what you can do to help survive this drought of no new uh, episodes of the Orville until it returns. Let's um, 
first, let's talk about season two. You guys, I don't know if you uh, were following up on the news recently, but Seth MacFarlane was out doing a couple uh, promotional stuff for the TV, some sort of TV marketing type of deal. Yeah, like the, the Critics Association, they have a, a huge thing. This time exactly, and uh, this uh, we find out snip, uh, snippets of a lot of TV shows when they talk when they have this uh, sort of uh, event going on, and one of the things was that there will be what we learned from the TCA uh, press uh, tour was that. Um, according to Seth, to quote him, um, as far as uh, the Orville goes, tone was the biz- biggest experimental part of it. What we found was that we can lean a little more heavier into the science fiction and not have to worry so much about knocking out a joke every page. The show is an hour, and we really can and want to service its storytelling in a way that makes it the priority. The jokes come as they come. The comedy comes as it comes. I this is good news for me because you know I'm much. I don't need slapstick, silly, funny in the Orville, and we've seen that it's not. It's not going that route, correct? Yeah, I mean, a couple of our guests talked about that. David A. Goldman mentioned it, and um, uh, Scott Grimes mentioned it as well. That you know the the jokes are always there to kind of spice up the story. But never to take away from the story, and certainly not, you know, detract it or take over the story. So, um, sounds like they really have gotten. They, they've always been kind of serious about that lesson, but they're they're really going to focus on that. And what um, I don't know, either of you guys serve in the Navy. What do they call that cruise where the ship goes out the first time and shakedown? Sure. You What's me. the terminal? <laughs> okay. Um, you guys don't hang out with any sailors? <laughs> Dude, I live in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> so, with the first season of any show, things are worked out. Um, you know, uh, Joseph A. Poro mentioned it as well. The costumes are going to kind of change. Um, we might see some different looks a little bit in the ships. They they find out thing, how things can work better when they retool them and retweak them a little bit. So I think we what we have to look forward to in season two is a, a, an improved The Orville, which is good news since we already love The Orville as it is. And we're going to have 14 episodes for season two. That, which is the, the, the same 13 that we got this time plus the one that they carried over, basically. Yep. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. So Fox is getting one for free anyway. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully that means they'll spend some extra money. I don't know, spread out a couple, you know, $68 across the other episodes or, you know, better, uh, better catering, uh, for the crew. Um, yeah. And, but yeah, you know, we, as the, those episodes and, and Seth's talking about, um, the production time and things like that. And we were talking, um, in our, our online chat that uh, the rest of you listeners aren't privy to. But um, whenever TV Guide said that, uh, oh, it looks like we won't get New Orville until 2019. And what did I say? I said that uh, that's a pretty bold prediction there, given that 
That right. was literally literally wasn't what's what Seth MacFarlane said. And right then after, what like three days later he came back and said, just to clarify, we are getting it later this year. Yeah. Yeah. On January seventh, Seth MacFarlane himself tweeted to correct a bit of misreporting, no, there won't be an Orville Family Guy crossover. And yes, the Orville <laughs> season two will arrive later this year. Because I guess he mentioned something about how all the fa- uh, Family Guy writers want to write Orville jokes now, right? And right. you know, in this, you know, the TV critics sort of took it and ran with it, saying, "Oh, there might be a crossover." No, no fan Family Guy crossover, which is, I, I'm fine if Family Guy wants to do an, yeah, a, I can a s- gag on the Orville. I can see them putting some right. Orville stuff in Family Guy, but not the other way around. Exactly. Although, so, like. You know, because they've already you know watched Rudolph and and you know Seinfeld or whatever on uh, on the the Orville, so I, I can see like someone having an episode of The Family Guy kind of running in the background or something. Like yeah, that'd be could, fine. Could Seth get more masturbatory then? Yeah, I mean that'd be kind of dumb, but <laughs> I, I'd be okay. Like if that's all it was, I, I, it wouldn't kill the show for me or anything. I, I think I just blew our chance of getting Seth on the podcast by throwing his name <laughs> masturbatory. I don't know. Uh, or maybe that'll get him on. Who knows? <laughs> um, anyway, we still want you, Seth. So <laughs> so we got 14 episodes to look forward to. I'm thinking it'll come out about the same time as it did for season one, you know, right around the World Series. They can use the World... I don't know if Fox has the World Series again. I'm assuming they do. They will use that to promote it. Uh, we might not see the same, you know, double premiere night sunday night and then on thursday night again or whatever but um no so i think we can rest assured that we've got 14 episodes coming and i doubt they'll cut it again and you know are they going to trim another two episodes off this season and have two already in the bank for season three (laughs) rolling it over like vacation (laughs) (laughs) there's got to be a cutoff point right and um as far as uh, the Orville goes, and speaking of tweets, there was a tweet today, wasn't there, Joe? We were just talking about. Which one? So today, John Cassar, Cassar, John Cassar, I apologize, sir. He tweeted on, or actually he Instagrammed, which also went to his tweet, uh, a little image saying Orville production office, and he re- he uh, commented that he couldn't be any happier starting my new day job, director producer on season two of hashtag the Orville. Yeah, that's right. So this sounds like as of today, and today is the eighth of January. It looks like they're at least moving into the offices to get rolling on season two of the Orville. Cameras aren't rolling yet, but uh, production is ramping up. So there you go, people. It's it, it's happening. It's moving along. We've got some. We definitely have some new episodes of the Orville coming up. Yeah, somebody we talked to said that they were already starting to write them. Right, am I making that up? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Scott Grimes uh, mentioned on Twitter, I guess, that he was getting in a shape because he was going to start shoot uh, shooting in February. So, you know, it all it all makes sense. It's all coming together. Just these little bits of information 
are reassuring to us uh, hungry fans. Mm-hmm. So how have you guys been surviving without any new episodes of the Orville? Black tar heroin. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I actually haven't been watching a lot of TV, though. I, I have watched a, quite a bit of college football, but... I uh, My son and I finally caught up on... Um, we, we finished the original series. We've been working through that for a while, and we finally finished that, and we're now watching the animated series. So that's uh, that's. And you're talking Star Trek, right? We do not have a uh, an exclusive that about the Orville animated series. You don't know about the Orville animated series? No, I completely. It's called <laughs> Family Guy. Or is that yeah. a crossover? <laughs> Yuck. Um, yeah, yeah. Star Trek the animated series. We've been watching that. Um, speaking of Star Trek. You guys had to have seen it popped up in, with, since the last time we talked to each other. Uh, teenage Seth MacFarlane Star Trek fan film. Are we sure that's teenage Seth MacFarlane? Because it looks the same. Yeah, it's a, he's he's a pimply little kid in that movie. He's got the <laughs> same voice. I'm kidding. He yeah, he's obviously much younger, but uh, but yeah, he has not aged super much. He's like 14 or 15 and made this. And if you guys have not checked it out, it is on um, YouTube. Look for Seth MacFarlane as teenager in Star Trek fan film with his friends. And it is the best, uh, I don't know, two hours and 40, or not two hours, two minutes and 48 seconds of how you'll spend your day. It's, um, you could see at that age how Seth MacFarlane had a passion for Star Trek and how it just seems natural that he has uh, created the Orville, right? Right. Yeah, I, I was pretty impressed by the special effects, actually. It, uh, they had a little model, you know, of the Enterprise and uh, built a little set. And, you know, it's not like uh, Star Trek continues level, but it's, uh, you know, it's pretty impressive for some high school kids. No, it, yeah, and it's a lot of fun, and I'm. It's it, it was like the cold opening of a Star Trek original series opening uh, episode. Yeah, basically. Um, we don't know what happens next. I don't know if he shot a whole movie or if it was just that two hour or two minutes and forty eight seconds. I would love to see a two hour and forty eight minute version. <laughs> if uh, Seth's uh, parents or siblings are listening to this, and you have that, get it up on YouTube. Uh, uh, we want to see it because again, we are craving, uh, entertainment, uh, that since the Orville isn't on air right now and teenage Seth MacFarlane, Star Trek, I, I, it, you know, any storm or any port in the storm, correct? <laughs> right. God, what am I with my naval term tonight? Um, Thinking about semen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we lost, Dad. (laughs) Oh, we did. (laughs) No, I'm here. (laughs) Oh, are you? (laughs) Yeah. I was looking at the wrong screen. (laughs) Um... Another alternative to the Orville 
have 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 you guys seen the show uh, Black Mirror? Not until yesterday. I've seen exactly one episode. <laughs> I've seen one episode as well. Um, I'm, I, I will probably check out a couple more episodes. Um, the episode that we all watched was called the USS Callister, and it's a very Star Trek Orville type television show. Probably more Star Trek, mm. and it's inspired. And it's a very if you're not familiar with Black uh, the Black Mirror, it's a, an anthology series very similar to the Twilight Zone. Yeah, that, that show very much reminded me of Twilight Zone. It did. Um, and uh, let's talk. Let's go ahead and, and jump in. USS Callister. Let's. What did you guys think of the show itself? Just, I mean, we've only seen that one episode of Black Mirror and have no other Black Mirror episodes to compare it to. But comparing it to, no, I'm not comparing it to, but just throwing it into the same pool with, say, Star Trek and the Orville and that sort of uh, genre show, Space 1999, if you want to. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, it just, um, I, 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 I was watching the whole thing with the pre-knowledge of um, them saying that they wanted to make a series out of this. And for the first hour and 10 minutes of it, I, I couldn't really see how that would make a good series, but then you know, the, the end kind of redeemed that. And but anyway, I, I, yeah, comparisons to Star Trek a whole lot more. The Orville, there's some comedic moments in there. Like whenever they, uh, when the, uh, the, the captain logs out and, uh, Everyone kind of fucks off for a bit, right? uh-huh. but um, yeah. Beyond that, I that, didn't really see much Orville comparison. Yeah, no, the subject matter is pretty dark. I mean, there is moments of humor in it, but um, you know, it's it's a dark story. They they're tight. It's it's a you know about these AI characters who are being basically terrorized by uh, this guy playing a video game and. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I enjoyed it in the same kind of level I enjoy like good science fiction in Twilight Zone, but I, I, I can't say that I was like entertained by it. Does that make sense? Sure. Um. Yeah, going in, going into it, you know, we were obviously watching it for the uh, space. Uh, what is it? Space. Uh, what do they call it? In Star- they call it Starfleet. No, not Starfleet. Space Fleet. Space Fleet. Yeah. And the show. Um, so we're look. You know, we're looking at aspects as far as Star Trek and the Orville goes, and they do a, a fun job, kind of you know, playing up the original Star Trek series. Uh, maybe even some seventies Battlestar Galactica in there. Yeah, and his uh, his. I, I it was hard for me to uh, start with to get past his uh, his Shatner delivery. Well, I I thought that too because if I was that kind of character playing a, a captain like that, and I, you know I'd ham it up too. Um, it's sort of the episode itself, and like you said, the AIs that existed in it, they were you know created by the the genetic DNA that he managed to get of each person. 
and just I mean these are per- people he had he was vindictive against and he wanted to fuck with so he mm-hmm. used it his this Star Trek like uh, virtual reality game to do it and it's um you know and it kind of set a message about you know fandom how toxic it can be and how you know um when we when fans think believe that they own a property or franchise how they can demand to take control of it and you, you guys get what i'm saying here yeah I, I yeah i hear you i had not thought of it or i hadn't like watched the episode in that light but uh but i hear what you're saying it makes sense and so, so it, it reminded me of the twilight zone episode uh is it six characters looking for an exit five characters looking for an exit the one where the dolls are in the bucket or in the in the barrel the toy it's- donations you remember so that? I, I've seen it, but it's been a long, long time. Because, I mean, they were, you know, supposedly um, fake or imagined people who considered themselves real trying to get out. And that's what this was kind of like. Um, so check that out, uh, both of you. That's your assignment. Check out that. <laughs> Sounds like that so. may, have, may have also been the basis for Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> and... And you mentioned how they were, there's talk of a you know turning into a series, and I had heard about that too. That's why I thought, hmm, let's check this out because is with Star Trek Discovery out, the Orville. Uh, last episode we talked about how Bill Lawrence of Scrubs fame is putting together this spaced out uh, comedy, and uh, the USS Callister could work as a as a series on its own um netflix definitely has the you know tools and the means to do it if they want to and it could be a show about these sentient artificial intelligence going around in this space game Mm -hmm. yeah maybe they'll run into the king of space again oh (laughs) i liked him (laughs) king of space (laughs) Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, a lot of guys are like, I mean, it was very World of Warcraft-ish type of that right there at the end. Yeah. I don't, would that you guys watch of, that show if, if they do that? I don't know. I, I I may give it a couple episodes, but yeah, it's more like the uh, the Call of Duty guys, I think. Yeah. yeah. Just the, yeah. The P versus P versus P, player versus player type stuff going on. That's why I don't play those games. I suck so bad at them. I get shot every time. <laughs> yeah. Or killed. Um, but again, it was, you know, it was a long episode. What, it was something like uh, 71 minutes long. Um, almost almost a short feature length. And it gave me a little dose of science fiction. Now, how do you think that story, and it doesn't have to be the whole story, obviously, but elements of that story, I think, could work very well in an Orville episode. How so? What are you thinking? I could see, like, let's say, an alien race who's so impressed with the Orville, the crew of the Orville, that he uses their DNA to create artificial ones for his own simulation. Kind of like uh-huh. a... Uh, what, oh, what was his name in the original Star Trek series? Uh, who could have been a Q? Uh, Trilene. 
Oh yeah, Trillene. <laughs> Someone like Trillene could do that to the crew, and so then the crew has to rest. The real crew has to rescue the fake crew, or vice versa. And then it comes down to the decision: is okay, are they? Is that real me on the other end, and that sort of thing? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. You're getting at something that I really kind of didn't care for about the episode. That, or I don't know, it just it it was a barrier to be enjoying it more. I think than it did because, you know, these are computerized AI type characters and they're you know based off of real people but i had a hard time i mean i wanted to see the jerk get his comeuppance don't get me wrong but i had a hard time um really feeling the impact like when the guy the one guy's talking about how you know his kid got sucked out the airlock or whatever no he didn't he you know the artificial you know electronic version of his kid Right. You know, it just, there was like this layer of, of, maybe not layer, but there was a, there was an element of distance from like my, the emotional stakes uh, just weren't quite where I thought they should have been. But these AIs had the emotions and memories of the original people. Yeah, I get it. What makes makes something a living creature? Is it, do they need to be, do they need to be flesh and blood? No, I've seen Measure of a Man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're talking a copy, I mean, you're right, Dan. It, it would be very interesting to explore. It, you know, it, it, um, and I don't know if this episode was, you know, I have, I have lots of questions about like how that technology works. And um, I don't, I just ride with it, whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean, this, the episode didn't really want to explore that aspect of it. It just kind of asked you to accept that these were practically the same people. Um, and I just, I never made that leap. And it kind of reminded me of also the next generation episodes with, uh, Moriarty. Sure. Yeah. When he, when he wants to get out of the holodeck, mm-hmm. you know, thinking he's, you know, again, you know, what, what makes a what makes a creature or a creature? What makes, what makes a living soul, a living soul? Is it that's to be flesh and blood or, Right, you know, and I could see the Orville crew tackling that, you know, question. In fact, David A. Goodman, if you're listening, like yeah, like you listen to the podcast, unless you're on it. Um, But we gave you a mug, so I hope you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) And um, it was like that episode of Futurama that he wrote, where he, where that one alien being energy being captured the original crew or the original actors from star trek and made them play out you know star trek yeah plays for you, him. you gotta be careful like i think you're on to something i think like talking about exploring how real is ai i think that's interesting but i mean some of these plots could really go down the kind of galaxy quest road um you know where, where you have aliens kind of kidnapping the crew because they worship them or oh i i I expect that one episode of uh, a a season i'm okay with that okay yeah Yeah. and then you throw isaac in the mix and uh, you can really screw things up yes (laughs) i was gonna say a few minutes ago that dan i think with that uh initial statement you made you might have um 
stumbled onto Isaac's true purpose accidentally there. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> but it was interesting and it was entertaining enough for me. And uh, if you're a fan of Star Trek and are the Orville, I uh, hope you're a fan of the Orville if you listen to this podcast, it might be worth checking out uh, Black Mirror's USS Callister. It's season four, episode one. Can't speak about, you know, can't speak for the rest of the Black Mirror series because honestly, haven't seen any other episodes. But it was, uh, and you don't need to see other episodes to uh, watch this one. It's uh, you know, standalone all by itself. Right. Yeah, I all agree. Right. It's worth watching. The uh, just the the way they've kind of reimagined a '60s sci-fi TV show um, is pretty fun. Yeah, that was fun. Um, any other Orville news out there, guys? book comes out pretty soon. The World of the Orville by Jeff Bond, uh, published by Titan. Uh, yeah, it comes out next week, I believe. Um, we are still talking to Titan to get the author on to talk to him, and we still plan on having some copies to give away. So we will definitely keep you updated on that on our Twitter and Facebook pages when we have information on what episode on when we will be interviewing him and the giveaway. But yeah, so we do have that official book coming out, so that is sweet. And I've got a copy that, uh, and it's it's neat. It's interesting. It's got a lot of insight into it, and a lot of great pictures. And I'm not talking and bragging about it much because uh, Michael and Joe don't have a copy yet. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> um, Instant hints in episode two sometime soon, I'd imagine. Yeah, this should be happening within the next couple of weeks. Working up the script, we'll get that out to you too to kind of, again, help ease the pain of having no new episodes of the Orville TV show to watch. You can at least listen to our Anson Hansen, and hopefully that'll help you out a little bit. Yeah. All right, so I guess we can wrap up on this short episode. Anybody, wrap it up. Anybody feel like <laughs> wrapping it up? <laughs> you uh, I give me the list, and I'll be glad to. Yeah, I didn't type the list out this time, so <laughs> I uh, got it. I got it. I got it. All right, go for it. All right, so since there's no new episode of the Orville TV show to talk about, this is a shorter episode. But we do appreciate you tuning in and listening and letting us uh, chat about the Orville. Let's just. Uh, chat with you guys if you have any questions any comments and stuff there are ways to talk to us via social media we are on facebook at planetary union network uh, we have our own facebook page uh, leave us a comment there send us a direct message there let's chat about the orville and uh, about the podcast about the tv show itself whatever if you got orville news let us know you can also check us out on twitter we are at planetary underscore union and we're really active on the twitter account uh and that's where we post a lot of our news bits and stuff so check that out if you're looking for orville news we'll try to keep you up to date there yeah and that's about it catch us all on all of our other random side projects michael what do you got going on what what's the latest um so, you know, you're talking about the five characters in search of an exit that reminded me that JJ Abrams 
um, didn't know much to that on Felicity. So I'm going to start a Felicity podcast, I think. Did you just think that up right now? <laughs> just now, yeah. What the hell? Okay, good for you. <laughs> Check out Michael May's new Felicity podcast coming soon to a <laughs> podcast provider near you. Uh, I've been experimenting with an own personal podcast called Odd Dan Out. You can find that on your regular podcast providers, iTunes, Podbean, etc. And we have a start of the new, we're bringing the D&D uh, podcast back coming soon. It's called Old Guys Roll. Yeah. Uh, Joe playing D&D. Well, we'll be dungeon mastering. And we'll have some of the guys from the old uh, dad D&D playing as well. Some new players. So look forward to that if D&D Dungeons and Dragons is your thing. And uh, we'll have more podcasts to talk about later. At least I will. Yeah, and non-podcast related, I'm recording an album and should have that out next month. Oh, cool. All right, gentlemen, until next time. Until next time. Donkey-hugging arborists. (laughs) Okay, long enough.